This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Acts of the Apostles. Just very briefly. Acts of the Apostles. The power of service. Some people may help me say service. Oh, please help me say it. Thank you. Job chapter 36 from verse 11 it says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, Job 33, 11, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If they obey and serve him. Thank you, King of Glory. So now open the Bible to the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9. I start to read from verse 36. Acts. Acts chapter 9, the power of service. Now I read, it says, there was, now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works. Somebody please help me say good works. And arms deeds, which she did. Somebody please help me say arms deed, arms deed, which she did. So good works and arms deed, deed which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom when they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. For as much as Lida was near to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and the garments which Dorcas made while she was with them while she was alive before she died but Peter put them all forth and knelt down and prayed turning to the body and said Tabitha arise and she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter she sat up and he gave her his hand lifted her up and when he had called the saints and widows presented her alive sudden death is not your portion and everything that is in your life that is supposed to be alive that is dead this morning shall be reversed in Jesus mighty name thank you king of glory 
Let somebody please receive that in Jesus' mighty name. Now, the power of service. The power of service. The power of service. The power of service. Of doing good. You know, sometimes we are in the Christendom, especially with the Pentecostals, we have, uh, sometimes we carry a wrong interpretation of grace, the word grace. Grace. And it's not complete. I want us to understand something, you know, when it comes to good deeds and good works. Good works can't give you salvation. Can't. It's only the blood of Jesus that is able to cleanse our sins. In fact, your good works, if it's for an attempt for you to gain salvation, to God, it becomes a filthy rag. That is what the Bible calls your righteousness. Good works can't. It's the grace of God. By grace, we are saved. Not by works. Lest any man should boast. So it is not in giving to the poor or in you, you know, engaging the deeds of performance. Those deeds are good, but they can never give you salvation. And it's not what you do that makes God loves you more. God's love for you, even while you were a sinner, was fully established. Because while we were sinners was when God loved us and Christ died for us. That's what the Bible says. So his love is constant and his love is everlasting. But there is a place for service. Now, we see the life of a woman called Tabitha. Theologians, if you read very well, also from inference, discovered that this woman was alone most probably she was a widow one thing that this woman did was she engaged service in the house of God she was a believer she will make coats she will make garments for the widows and she was given arms. Sometimes we think all these things don't matter. Grace covers everything. No. There are some blessings you will never get until you engage the methods of God. So people say, oh, it's just grace. No problem. I claim it. I do this one. 
all those things are fantastic. They are good. I've heard some people said, which is true in redemption, that Christ died for our past sins, he died for our present sin, and he has died for our future sin. So let's continue to sin. Grace covers all. It's a false teaching. The Bible says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He used one very hard word, caustic word. He said, God forbid. The same too. The good works. Many of us don't do harm's giving anymore. Don't give. Many of us have lost a huge blessing. When this woman will go through the elements of just two or three components this morning of service from the life of this woman and then we see what service did. Number one, see what happened. See the very powerful story. So when he came, they showed them, he said, see, see what she did for us. She made these beautiful things for us. Her good works spoke for her. See the beautiful garments. She must have been a fashion designer. Because he said, see the garments and the coats that she made for us. And because of that, see what happened to her. Peter went, prayed for her, and she was raised back to life. There were many widows in that time. People die every day. And even then too. But God chose this woman that no, even though you died before your time, I will resurrect you. Because she engaged the service of benevolence which she did in the house of God took care of the widows give arms now I'll mention just three components of service the first one is sacrifice sacrifice you cannot serve God without a sense of sacrifice. This was a woman who was alone, who was a widow, but she went ahead and still gave. To sacrifice means to give up. It means to surrender. Serving God will cost you something. If you want these blessings to be provoked upon your life, to cost you. It will cost you your time. Some of us here, most people think that church is just about the microphone. Some of us are here on Sunday till about 6 o'clock. Sometimes we don't get home till 10 o'clock. Our phones are opened. When I read you know, when it says that the 
read that part in the scriptures in the book of Luke when it says you know that shepherds were keeping their sheep at night it changed my idea completely therefore sometimes when people call you can call me at night because the shepherd is supposed to be there 24 hours 24 hours and I've seen God moved in the life of people just a word of prophecy just one prayer just a counsel to cost you your time it will cost you your convenience you cannot listen you can't pray your way into the place where God has ordained for you especially a place of leadership you cannot ploy your way you pay by way of sacrifice through faithful service through faithful service now the church has gone it has even eaten into my own personal time it's not difficult to become increasingly difficult even to manage the two but God's work must not be abandoned I see some people say they're too busy of poorly mobile people they don't have time for God you must create time to be a blessing in the house of God because all these things count many of us we have hid too long under that false concept of grace and denied our blessings that comes through the engagement of service through worship sometimes it will cost you relationship it will cost you money cost you money you cannot talk about service without a cost now in the church just give an announcement that we need to buy equipment you know um, new equipment for, for the church for about 30 million it takes a man who has the heart of service who understands this thing to dip money in his pocket and give to the cause of the work of God in his local church and all these things are the things that provoke the blessings of God. Yes, they do. You cannot serve God without the saints, without the component of sacrifice. See what David said. He said to Arauna, he says, this land, I want to use it to offer unto God sacrifice. And then the landowner said, David, take it for free. Do you know the answer that David gave? Do you know the answer he gave? David said, how? I can't give God what will cost me nothing. That was why David was blessed. He understood the importance of sacrifice. Everyone who is ready 
to get to the place where God has just that you all what God has for you, you want to access it. You must engage the force of service, and it will cost you something. You know, these people who set up here, people who set up here, all the gaffers and the technical team. Can I help you say hallelujah? Technical team, just wave your hands wherever you are. Some of these people have not seen their beds not slept on their beds for years now. They don't know how their home looks like on Saturday to Sunday because they are here, sleeping here. When you come here after service, it will surprise you to see how this place looks like. It doesn't look like this. All these things. They tear everything down. It is bare. People come here to serve. They come here fixed. That is why it will be a disservice, for example, for you not to appreciate people in the church. You don't know what your pastors are going through. You don't know what your leaders are going through. Cost something. And I've seen many of them who came, didn't know anything before. Today, God has so much empowered them. One day I'll bring one of them or two or three of them to give a testimony. Today, you can carry a camera, they're inviting them, come to state house, here, come there, come there, come and do the camera. Some of them are the ones paying the bills for their parents now. God opened up the door. There are people here. Some of them came, young people. You are not too old to serve, not too young. Sometimes some of us think we are too old, leave it for the small boys to take your blessings. It's time that you engage. Like, don't just be a church comer and wear a tie, look good, and then you leave. What are you doing for God in the house, in this place? What are you doing for the kingdom? Are you moved by what you see? I was just thinking about one of our pastors, and I thank God that I did what I did at that time. Oh my God, not one. I wrote out of regrets. Because soon after that thing happened, the doors opened for him. Got a job, his wife got a job, seven figures. He got an international job, the church grew. God says, that car that you bought, give it to him. I woke up one day, I mean, we finished service, and we'll be kicking car, old car, Volvo. I said, how come my assistant pastor driving this kind of car? We hold hands together and pray. Some of you are too insensitive. You come to church, hold on to the young people here. Some of them don't have jobs. And God has placed you in a place where you can get jobs for them. But no connection. You don't feel anything about it. In this church, we also have people who are so aware. Some of us are working in one organization today. When the boss of that organization came to church, he was so shocked. Ah, he said, it seems like I have all my members. He did not even know how it happened. But we spoke to him. He said, please, if you have people, come. Bring their names. We have people who are qualified. People who are young men that have integrity. People can, can vouch for. Who will not disappoint you. We have them here. God has placed you in strategic position. What are you doing? People in other religions, see what they do. 
when they come into a place, they bring their people, set them there. They calculate in 50 years, 30 years. Our people will continue to reign here. So they put them in strategic places, carry us and throw us to Department of Statistics, the library. Please don't laugh. And I've engaged some of us in this place. I see the way they talk. They don't have an agenda. No kingdom agenda. You see a big man, a Christian, PhD. You would think he would be spiritually intelligent. No, no agenda for Jesus. So you get a place and you blow it. It's not only for you and your family. Listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Every time you come to serve yourself, you have missed it. Because when you come to church, it's not to serve yourself. It's not. It's not. So you cannot serve God. Cost you something. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, can somebody praise the name of the Lord? Can somebody please help me praise the name of the Lord? To cost you your finances. Thank you, King of Glory. Number two thing you see as I close in the life of this woman called Tabitha. Notice something that she was selfless. Listen, you cannot serve God without the component or the sense of selflessness. What do I mean by that? If she was consumed with her own challenges, there was no how she would have given harm to people. Do you know that not only did she give financially, she also gave of her intellectual property, her creativity. She was a creative person. Some of us are here in the church. It's easy to complain. Why are they not doing things this way? Why are they not doing things this way? Why is the software they are using is an old one? And the words are not coming out very fast. And you are an, an, an IT person and you are still seated here. Listen. You can give of your creativity. The gifting that God has given unto you. That was the case also with Joseph. If Joseph was a bitter person. If Joseph were to be consumed in his own challenges. There was no how he would have used this gifting. No how. When he got to Potiphar's house, he was doing it as doing it unto the Lord, faithfully with his, all his heart. People have challenges, marital challenges, but still serving God faithfully. Financial challenges, but still serving God faithfully. I have seen people here who don't even have parents. Have some of my sons here that God is blessing you know and where is his brother where is his brother again 
Where's Joe? Joe is upstairs. They lost their, lost their daddies and their parents when they were young. But that didn't stop them from serving God. You see them serving God. So, I see people consumed. Except because you have marital challenges, you cannot work in the house of God. Or because you have financial challenges. If Dockers were to be consumed in her own challenges, she would never have served the Lord. I challenge someone this morning that it's time you come out of your shell and engage the blessings. Big blessing that the power of service can deliver to you. For someone who is here, that might be the missing link. Some of us are too busy. Too busy. But you must create time. You must create time. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will give us a right heart. That in this time when God is emphasizing this, we will stand up and say, what can I do in the house of God? How can I pay the bills of this place, for example? How many of us know this is not our place? We are trusting God for a land. And if God has so much blessed you or you have an information for a land, please let us know by trusting God for a land where we are going to build the church, the throne room. And it's going to happen. Oh, I can't hear somebody say a very big amen. And God is going to use you mightily in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So do not be consumed with your personal affairs. If the father of John the Baptist was so consumed in his own affairs, do you know that means the blessing? Have you read the book of Acts of the Apostles? Sorry, the book of Luke. You discover what happened as I come, as I bring the message to a close. Discover what happened. That the father of John the Baptist for many years they were trusting God for the fruit of the womb many years but he didn't stop him from doing what he was supposed to do in one of those schedules sometimes a schedule can be over 12 years you have to wait for your turn it is called a course go and read it yourself you can open up please from the you can see it there John, um, book of Luke chapter 1 he had to wait for his own cause when his own time came to burn incense that was why he met the angel meanwhile he had given up all hope of ever able to bear a child but it did not disturb him from walking in the house of God I've seen people who say things are not working for me I pack everything up I don't have time for God the devil might be the one provoking you. In one of those meetings, when his course came, his time came, he entered, he was doing his work faithfully. And angel Gabriel, the angel from the presence of God, was sent to him and told him the good news. He said, even though you are stricken in age, 
you pass the age, your wife has passed the age, but something good has come. Something good has come. God had had that appointment with him even before he was born. That appointment had been there. Just imagine if it did not appear there, he would have lost his appointment. We have seen people who have lost the appointment for a blessing, for a lifting, for a promotion. Why? Because they would not come and serve God. Maybe you are here this morning, God is speaking to your heart. There are many departments you can serve in the church, can be active, can play your own part. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that in this time, in this season, God will do incredible things in your life. Listen, this is what works does. Works makes heaven to shine the limelight on you. The spotlight. There was a man, Cornelius, Acts of the Apostles, a Gentile, but one that prayed and one that gave. The Bible says that he saw in the vision an angel of the Lord appearing to him. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. You can open up to it. You can read you know, when you have your own time. And something happened. He said, Cornelius, your arms, your giving, and your prayers have come before me as a memorial. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Can I have this on the screen very quickly? Has come up to me as a memorial. What is a memorial? A memorial is a reminder. Do you know it is possible that God can forget your case? When the angel appeared unto him, thy prayers and thy giving are come up for a memorial before God. Have you seen it there? Why do you need a memorial? Why does God need? Why will I give you a memorabilia, for example? Some of us who work in corporate organizations sometimes you know, we brand things, pen, we give our clients towels with the name of our company or of our products. So when they are having their bath, they can be thinking about you. I mean, first understand what I'm saying. We we give them corporate gifts, we put it on the table, you see your product there, right? They are mugs. They want to take tea. They remember you. I mean, first understand. These are what? As what? As a memorial. So it means that your case can be forgotten. Many of us have not been able to raise up the memorial before God. In the place of service, just as we saw in the life of Zachariah, where he had given up, not knowing that there was one day when those things would speak for him. Pray in the precious name of Jesus that we don't to get too much Pentecostal that we become Pentecostals, but that God will help us to engage these forces. Lord, oh God Almighty, bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And let somebody shout, Lord, hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087 or visit the Life Center 
at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.